Welcome, everyone, to another episode of LifeSpark Live, The Complete Shift, where we take the time to have national conversations about senior health that no one is having. Together, let's get to the heart of the matter, to an ever-growing aging market, revealing the opportunity, mindset, and solutions for a much-needed, complete shift in senior health. I'm Joel Tyson, a nurse, CEO, and the host of LifeSpark Live. I'm so excited to talk data, depth, and humanity with all of you. Let's get the conversation going. Hey, everyone. It's Joel Tyson here, and I think this is our fourth or fifth, uh, The Complete Shift. This is the most exciting one for me to date because I get to work with one of my favorite people in the world, Dr. Bill Thomas. And so what we're going to talk about today is really a fun subject around, you know, a lot of times we talk about our clients and the market. Today, the title of our episode is Work Worth Doing, the Amazing Upside to Working with Seniors. And so welcome, Dr. Bill, and uh, just want to open it up and, and thank you for being here today and, and give you a chance to, to riff on, on some of your opening thoughts. Joel, first off, thanks for having me on. And um, it's a top, this topic is one that's very near and dear to my heart. And right off the top, I'd, I'd like to pick out a word that you spoke in the intro that I think is really important. And the word is amazing. And uh, that's been my experience in my career, uh, that I have had amazing experiences uh, working with elders. And uh, I think that it's important that we take a little time and celebrate something amazing. Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, when we talk about the, the title of this pod series, you know, the complete shift, you know, this is a, this is a way to shift our, to shift our thinking into giving ourselves a little pat on the back and also a little bit of, a little bit of uh, positivity. A lot of people that work with seniors, a lot of people that don't work with seniors, I should say, you know, kind of judge it, right? It's sort of like mm-hmm. this, this, this is where the people go that aren't the smartest, you know, people who work in acute care, hospitals or health systems, you know, but working in the in the field of elders, right? It's not as luxurious. It doesn't have as much pizzazz for most, especially on the external market. So when you when you think about that, um, you know, there's such a human component to this, and we know what it feels like for us. But you know, what's your perspective on senior services and senior care workers? Well, I mean, bringing up a something that everybody experiences one way or the other, and that's stigma the stigma that surrounds aging and working with older people. And I, I have a little story that basically almost anyone in the field could share something similar, which is I was at my medical school reunion and I was telling a group of people there that I had gotten specialty credentials in geriatrics. And they were like, oh, gee, what happened? Was, did you have like a nervous <laughs> breakdown or something? Exactly. Was it like you drugs? Know, lep- what yeah, happened? Uh, like no. the leprosy colony guy, you <laughs> know. <laughs> and I, I actually left the, you know, when I left the reunion, I was feeling bad for them because I got, I was, I knew that I was getting to do amazing stuff every day with amazing people. Right. And uh, they didn't get it. And uh, for a lot of people, I have a story similar to that. And um, I just want to say to people who, maybe they're thinking about doing this amazing work. Uh, don't be put off by that stupid junk. Um, this is good stuff. It's really the best stuff. Yeah. When you say that, Bill, like when you say it's the best stuff, why is it the best stuff? 
in my experience, the thing that I love about the most about working with elders is that it only requires three things, your head, your heart, and your hands. And you can do amazing things with your head, your heart, and your hands. And it's, it's, it's a wonderful antidote to so many other kinds of work that are really now mediated through digital tools and, 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 and at a distance. And this is, this is the most authentic kind of work that's really surviving in our culture because every day it's all about relationship. It's all about connection. It's all about what's in here um, and bringing that to work. We, we want people to bring their heart to work. Yeah, that's great, Bill. And, and what you said is, I believe is true. But why aren't people coming into this field? I mean, it's, it's obviously the macroeconomics, as we know, like, what is it going to be? The seniors are going to be the, you know, one in five people in the entire country soon, right? I mean, the mm -hmm. baby boom is here. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of opportunities. But yet, you know, we have, you know, we have pediatric hospitals and pediatric surgeons and pediatric everything. And we have all these different specialties and all these different, you know, unique things for kids. And yet for seniors, there's very few geriatric professionals. There's very few right. geriatric uh, training centers. You know, why, why is that to you? I, I, you know, I've actually spent some time thinking about this because there's nothing I love more than turning to my left, turning to my right and t seeing two amazing people who are working alongside of me. I mean, that's, that's a great thing, but you know, what about the people who are not joining us and why not? And as I've thought about it, I think one of the really big issues is that we, we all have this drive to invest in the future. You know, here at LifeSpark, we're really focused on our future and what we see is a, a chance to really change aging in America. Um, when you're working with young people, you know, you're really, oh, you know, these young people are our future. And unfor unfortunately, Ageism has led people to believe that older people have no future. And that is terrifyingly wrong. It's an awful, awful prejudice. And the fact is, uh, when you're working with older people, the fut their future matters a lot. And you can, through your work, you can change their future. So, so I think to get back to your question, you know, it's really, we haven't done as good a job as we need to do reminding people that working with elders is about the future. It's about a really creating this magnificent experience uh, for this person. And that's really what the work's about. And I think when people understand that, they kind of beat down the door to, to come and uh, join, the, join the profession. Yeah, as we all know, many of us that, you know, we're talking to a lot of people that are in the profession, right, that do this mm -hmm. work on a daily basis. And mm -hmm. there's nothing more gratifying than working with whoever that is, an adult or child or older person that that gives you that little smile, that gives you that recognition of value. And, and it just puts that shiver down your spine about how beautiful it is, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It happens, I think, a lot more, as you're, as you're mentioning, with that older court because you're working with them. In, in many times longer periods of time, there's there's not a curative type approach. It's a it's a maybe a maintenance or maybe it's just a chronic kind of a situation. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. there's so many opportunities to build relationship and build partnership mm -hmm. and build mm -hmm. collaboration 
I work in this field. And I think it's so lax in many of the other fields that are very transactional, very curative, mm-hmm. very, mm-hmm. very void of emotion, quite frankly. Right. Um, and so I could, that's kind of how I look at it a little bit, Bill. And, and then the, the, but then the thing is that I think we both know is part of the reason I believe this is why it is, is and I want to hear your feedback on this, is that we, in our system, it's, it's a lot about money too, right? And what we pay mm-hmm. for and what we reward. Back to the stigmatism and ageism at part. Yeah. We reward curation. We reward fixing kids and young people. But there is a different payment mindset for helping mm-hmm. serve seniors versus serving young adults or children. Is that is that yeah. fair to say? And do you think that's part of the problem? I I would actually, I I put it this way, because I think in some ways we do have some things in common with people who serve really young children. And I'm going to go back to the hand, the head, and the heart. Um, Mm -hmm. We tend to pay people more when they have fancy technology that they use to do the curing, Mm -hmm. you know. So if you've got a cath lab or an MRI scanner, we pay you a lot of money and I mean, okay. But it, when you're bringing your heart to work and you're laying a gentle hand on someone's shoulder and you're using your head to think of a better way forward for that person, we tend not to pay money for that. And that's a crime. Um, and you know, it's a crime against not just the older people of America, but also the people who serve and support them. So I, I, I believe the greatest part, the most amazing part of what we do is the fact that we can do so much without the fancy whiz-bang technology. And an unfortunate consequence of that is that we don't get paid as much because we don't have a big machine in the back room. All healthcare is struggling right now. We know that mm-hmm. with, with workforce, uh, it's, it's been rough. There's that great resignation yeah. happened, as we all know, and yeah. that's been really tough because there's so many beautiful people that, you know, kind of said, hey, enough's enough, right? I mean, right. It's, it's challenging. Um, so, again, kind of getting back on track as far as the questions, when you mm-hmm. think about the future of the vocation and the future of the opportunities for people serving seniors, what do you think we can all do as professionals in the industry now to promote more of a positive, you know, change some of that stigma, get rid of some of that crap, mm-hmm. right? Change the minds of those that maybe sometimes are dictating some of the the rules to the road, mm-hmm. right? Uh, what, what do you think we should do and could do? Well, I, I'm a big believer in uh, three words that are always helpful to me. Show, don't tell. You know, we need to do more uh, and find better ways of showing people what this work is really like, what it's really about, what the connections feel like. And, you know, just telling them isn't as useful as showing. So I'm always in favor of trying to find visual ways of bringing the depth and breadth of this kind of professional work, bringing that making it available to people in a way that they can see it, feel it, understand it. I think that's the, to me, that's the biggest thing. We, we don't, we have to accept some fault uh, for not doing enough to show the world uh, how amazing this is. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> that's making me think like if you had a new grad in front of you, Bill, it could be a NP, an MD, mm. a nurse, a physical therapist, a caregiver, whatever. Let's say it was a mm. brand new new grad, fresh, you know, just totally un, just nice and fresh, right? <laughs> just a nice white piece of paper. So how would you, how would you, again, not trying to manipulate, but how would you influence them into I, I, this well, opportunity? I could actually tell you, because I did this for a long time. Okay, um, good, good. Uh, the, I would, here's what I would do. I would say, come with me. Come with me. And we're going to go see some elders. And we're going to talk to them. We're going to listen to them. We're going to lay our hands on them. And we're going to help them feel better. And, um, you know, we, we were talking about the whiz-bang technology, and it is amazing when you can cure this disease or that disease. But I remember teaching a, uh, a medical student, very fresh, very fresh medical student, um, that one of the ways you could help somebody feel better was to put your hand on their shoulder and say, you look great today. And look into their eyes as you say it and let them know that they're seen and that that is valuable. That is doing the work. Um, so uh, over the course of my career, my, one of the main ways I've tried to do what you're talking about is show people, bring, grab them by the elbow, drag them with you and say, hop in the car, come on with me or whatever you're doing. And let's go be with some really amazing people. Man, I tell you, when you started that off, I totally got like, I got the fieldy down my back, right? Because you brought it all together, Bill, seriously. Yeah. I mean, and I hope everybody feels that on this podcast, that it's really that simple from the standpoint, instead of, you know, it's back to the show me, hands, heart, right? Uh, mm -hmm. and, and so that whole touch thing where, let me just show you, because when you experience it, to your point, it becomes something totally different, right? Mm -hmm. It's different mm -hmm. to tell you how the, the lure of something is like, oh, you can come and work these great machines and do this great work and you can save people's lives. Ah, yay, that's gonna be great. And then when you actually take somebody and see the face <laughs> and feel the, feel the love and feel yeah. the compassion that's in that person and the wisdom and the coolness, mm -hmm. right? And learn mm -hmm. the stories and I mean, all the mm -hmm. things that we care about. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's Actually, how easy I, it is. I, I got something, I got to tell you, I picked up, picked up something big from you. Early in our relationship, um, you put it on the table that s the spark in someone's eye, that sparkle, that, that sign that life is worth living on a really fundamental level, that that was the most important thing to you. And that you wound up naming the company after that spark. And uh, I think that's similar in nature in that you look for these rather extraordinary signs of beauty and connection. And sometimes it's a spark in the eye. And when you see it, you know you're doing a good job. Absolutely. I mean, that is so true. That's why I do what I do, right? That's why, mm -hmm. that's why I know most people listening to this do what they do because they get that. And it's really important for us to proliferate that though, right? I mean, it's mm -hmm. really important because the vocation and what we're talking about today is how do we spread that, that contagion, right? <laughs> how do we spread that, mm -hmm. that energy to have people really realize how awesome it is? I, I do believe if people were paid more and benefits were better in the field of 
aging, I think, I think we'd have a different experience and different outcomes for many seniors, right? The, mm -hmm. the experience for seniors, as we know, is kind of crappy, right? Because it's, it's all butchered together with little bits and parts and pieces, and there's not a lot of good holistic longitudinal platforms for seniors. But that's just yeah, me. I, you know, I, I just say, let's talk about the work for a minute. Um, and for people who've spent time in other parts of the healthcare system, what did they experience? The, I'm talking about the staff, the professionals. Yeah. Um, they experience extremely uh, scattered and fragmented care. They spend an enormous amount of time trying to track down information and trying to keep things together. They experience a lot of lost information, a lot of lost opportunities. They go home at the end of the day realizing that 30 people came through their office and they didn't get to talk to any of them. Mm -hmm. And that's the, I'm sorry, but, and that's working in healthcare, in that part of healthcare, that's what it's like. So I'm, I'm gonna just say it flat out right here. If you're doing that kind of work in that part of the healthcare system, come with me. <laughs> Back to that, I love that. Yes, come with me. Yeah, I think you're I right. Because I will show you something better than that. Yeah, I, I like this, what you said, although I'd change it just a little bit, when you said you can talk, you can talk to 30 people and blah, 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 and that you really, what you didn't do in that whole time is you didn't listen to anybody. Yeah, good point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you just ask to, questions. <laughs> that's right. You didn't really listen. I, I just want to, I don't know. You didn't feel anybody. I, I, I'm just going to do an imitation of a classic acute care interaction. You ready? You yeah. ready for this? Yeah. Uh, Joel, how do you Tyson, T-Y-S-O-N, how do you spell that? Uh, okay. Okay. What's your number for your insurance card? La, la, la. People just asking questions and typing stuff into a computer. Our work is better. It is better. It is definitely better, right? We make a difference. We do. And it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's really, that's what this is about today is really about, you know, listening to somebody like yourself that's been doing this for all these years, seeing all these things and, and really, really reaching out, right? I mean, in a positive way to reach out to people and one, validate the people that are doing it, that it's, that it's really meaningful and important. And then two, that those that aren't, you know, come on in, like, let me show you. I mm -hmm. love that. You know, that's, mm -hmm. that's great. I think from the standpoint of, you know, today, what, what areas would you think that we're missing that we want to share with the, with the, with the audience? Well, I think that, um, there's a, we'll go back to these, uh, the stigma and the prejudice around this. I think what people don't realize is this field is wide open for innovation. If you're one of those people who like wants to make things better, you want to do things better. Um, you want to change uh, a, a status quo that's not working. This field is actually a great one to be in because we are hungry for it. We need it. We need smart, scrappy people who can see a better way and then show, uh, show us, here's a better way to do it. Uh, this is the kind of field we're in. It's, a, it's, a, it's wrong to think of our field as being uh, lagging behind in innovation. Um, we actually have the opportunity to do more crazy, great stuff in our field than you do in cardiac transplantation surgery, which is very as it should be, 
very algorithm driven and very specific and very technical. Nothing wrong with that, but it doesn't give you scope for your imagination and your creativity like our work does. Yeah, that's great. <clears throat> I mean, I think that's exactly true. And you can see actually, you know, what is changing in the market, and I think you would agree, even the equity markets, right, even in the, in the innovation where people are starting to value because of the massive size and the, pro and the challenges within mm -hmm. serving seniors, right, across mm -hmm. the nation, across the mm -hmm. world. I mean, mm -hmm. we are coming into places where people are obviously living longer with more cro chronic conditions. Mm -hmm. There's more challenge because there's less support structures for them. There's less caregivers. There's less family mm -hmm. members. There's less everything, mm -hmm. right? And yet mm -hmm. there's more and more and more seniors. And mm -hmm. so that does create a tremendous opportunity for really not only doing it right and doing it better and innovating, but then you still hang on to the thing that matters most, which is the humanity in it all, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so right. so powerful to be able to serve someone and have them really be able to give something back to you, quite frankly. I mean, it is kind of a reciprocation of, mm -hmm. of value when you work with mm -hmm. a senior many times, mm -hmm. not always, right, but many times, don't right. you think? I do too. I, I mean, I'm, you know, it's interesting in many cases, um, if you're a clinician of any kind, you know, home health aide, nurse practitioner, doctor, whatever, you know, if you're involved in this kind of work, a lot of times you're, you're with somebody who's younger than you, less experienced than you, and you're kind of the authority figure. <laughs> when you work with seniors, you don't get to be the authority figure till you're at least 86. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> you got, I mean, I'm a, I'm a geriatrician and I'm basically a kid. I'm a generation younger than these folks that I'm trying to help. And they know a lot of things I have yet to learn. So there's more, you get more back from people who've been around the sun a few more times than you. And you get it back in sometimes some unexpected, unexpected ways. Absolutely. And that's where I was going, right? As you can imagine, I, I think that the, the more time I have on this planet, the more I cherish working with seniors, the more I cherish working with those that give back and many times as you know it's like the whole the whole metaphor like you know the teacher appears when you know you, the, the, the teacher appears when the student is ready right, right, right. And many times we're not ready <clears throat> for the teaching but <laughs> i think back to all these people that i've served now and we all do this right is that the best things in life the best things about working in this profession is all the stories of all the amazing sometimes when you were in it it was like felt like horrible and tough and you know, just challenging. But mm -hmm. then I'm like, learn my best life lessons from people like Joyce and Bob and Mike. Yeah. I mean, I, I could, yeah. as you know, you, those stories. And it's like, I learned things about life and myself that I wouldn't get like doing any, just doing transactional stuff. Like this is amazing. Right. And I feel so blessed for those opportunities. And I think I'll just leave you with that as far as how would you wrap this up thinking about the true benefit of this 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 profession this vocation and mm. for all i i i would say i just remind people that taking care of elders is the most human of all forms of work and i and i say you know it is a beautiful thing that has not just survived across millennia it's what made us human and it's a beautiful thing and i'm I, I endorse your sentiment at the beginning of our sesh, 
it's amazing. Awesome. Well, that was a great way to end this, Bill. And thanks so much for your wisdom, your passion, compassion. Uh, you know, I always learn stuff every time I talk to you. And, and I hope everybody out there uh, learned a bunch today, too. And take this in and re-watch re, re it once or twice and just let it all sink in, right? Slow down, get clear, breathe, and, uh, and go see some more seniors and serve, right? Because it'll make you feel good, if nothing else. Spark so, it up. Spark it up. So everybody... Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in and, uh, you know, shine on. 